If you are listening to this podcast right now, the chances are high that you and I have a few things in common, one of which might be being a creative. And as a creative, one thing we can't afford to lose out on is energy. But not just any energy, something clean and natural that doesn't leave you jumpy or crashed out in the middle of your workday. That is why I honestly use Magic Mind, an amazing energy elixir about the size of a shot that I now use every morning to guarantee that I am fully prepared for my day. It's filled with amazing ingredients like matcha, ashwagandha, and lion's mane to truly support your body throughout whatever the day has to offer. Right now, if you go to magicmind.com slash procrastinationradio and use code procrastinator20, you can get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days. That is code P-R-O-C-R-A-S-T-I-O-N-A-T-I-O-R-20 at magicmind.com slash procrastinationradio for 56% off your next subscription. Let's get energized together with Magic Mind. You are now listening to the Procrastination Radio Show. I'm your host, Ian Complex. On today's episode, we are graced with the presence of Eric Montanis. He is an amazing creative who has been able to play a myriad of roles inside of the entertainment industry. Today, you'll learn about how creativity impacts his life and why he chooses to make the decisions he does inside of his creativity. I hope you enjoy Eric Montanis' conversation. Welcome back to the Procrastination Radio Show. I'm Ian Complex, and we are back today with another very special guest and another very special conversation. Eric, welcome to the show. How you doing? Good, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I I wanted to start out, I know we spoke a little bit before we recorded, but I wanted to start out saying thank you because you were one of the the very initial eye-opening moments in my kind of creative career and my creative uh i guess finding my footing in what i'm doing now um because uh working alongside mickey brown who does say hello um i was brought in to work on some stuff for building blocks and at the time i just was i, I was fresh on this so i think i had been a couple years into this um and i just I think I didn't have a focus um, in a lot of ways. And I, I've spoken about this on another episode that's going to come out soon. But um, I think getting to meet you and getting to meet some of the other people you were working with, I kind of found some confidence in the fact that there were other people doing what I was doing and speaking with so much passion about it and and caring so much about the craft and caring so much about communication, uh, which you pointed out, and just having having people because that, that was something I didn't see outside of other people who were kind of around in my area I just was like okay this is mm-hmm. maybe something I have to work to or something that I have to you know kind of break down some doors to do but it was really cool to see that people have been for so long just doing that work and being consistent with that and having that communication as the forefront so I want to thank you for that before we get into anything else oh that makes me happy to hear so how you how you been I've been good um and definitely like a maybe even like a year or so period of like exploration. And um, I think like, 
I would say like within the last year, I've had a pretty big shift in terms of um, what work has looked like for me and what my approach has kind of um, looked like towards it. And, you know, I feel like, um, oh, I've spent a lot of the last year, I've been living in Los Angeles, um, but I'm from Chicago originally. I will be back there very soon as well. And, um, you know, but just spend some time, I think kind of like recalibrating, you know, I've, I've been in the creative scenes at this point for, you know, almost 15 years. And, um, you know, like a big chunk of that about, you know, 10 or 12 of those was kind of like a sprint towards like, you know, a certain direction. And, um, you know, and after doing so, like so much work over so much time with the kind of, um, just, you know, with the momentum that had come to be from it all. Um, I got to this point in the last couple of years where I was like, all right, like, let me start to prepare for the next decade ahead and, and figure out like how I want to contribute now. Cause you know, I think, um, you know, a lot of what my work has looked like up to this date were things that, um, you know, were um, almost in service to things that really inspired me in my, you know, teens and twenties and like had a really, you know, fortunate experience to work with some great musicians and um, kind of get, you know, pulled on that wave for about a decade. And, um, you know, kind of as I've started to like, just get to a different point in my life and career, starting to think about like, what do I want to look like? What do I want this to look like moving forward? And like, how do I feel like I'm aging gracefully in this space? You know, the things that kind of like, excited me when I was 22 or, you know, different at 32 and stuff like that. So, um, you know, that's been a lot of the conversation for me in the last like few years. And, um, you know, it's led to me reconcepting some projects and, um, you know, putting some down and starting some up and collaborating differently and, you know, rolling up my sleeves and trying to get my hands like, you know, a little more dirty with some software and learning yeah. my own design skills. Um, leveling up my own design skills yeah. but yeah that's kind of been the focus that's that's really interesting that you mentioned um kind of shifting from some of the things that excited you when you were younger um i would love to hear um this is kind of a two two point question but i would love to hear what in chicago was capturing your interest at the time when you were younger and kind of what you thought maybe 10 years back, as you're saying now, you're at a different place where you're moving towards the future. Kind of, if you would share the reflections that you were having at this time, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Like, I feel like, um, again, given, you know, spending the last year or two in like a really reflective kind of um, point of view or like having those lenses on, I'm... I'm definitely like identifying a lot of things that have been central to my inspiration or motivation since I was a kid, you know, like mm. these things exist as strongly and firmly as they have the whole time. Yeah. And then there's different aspects of it that, you know, the dials have turned, but I think, um, you know, really the way I was kind of like, viewing the Chicago creative landscape when I was starting to enter it, which I would say is maybe around like 2010. Um, 
you know, my point of view came from someone who was always very locally inspired by the art that was happening in the city. You know, like since I was younger, I was really like up on the artists that Chicago had to offer, you know, like obviously the mainstream legends that were coming out around that time, like Kanye and Lupe and so on. But, you know, also like a lot of people who were more, you know, just never got that type of notoriety, but we're still well-respected within the city. Um, you know, my dad was involved in like the music and um, graffiti culture in Chicago for you know long time and still is. And that was definitely like an informative, um, that was like a very um, informative, like point of view that I had access to early on and it kind of really sparked my interest. And, you know, but like by the time I got to like get involved for myself, um, you know, I was in college and the, like the city started to like really like come to life. You know, I think um, it was one of those things where like it was also coinciding with this like natural shift in in technology. You know, like I've, I would say it's like kind of like the birth of the Internet era of, you know, music and art and um you know, I was like looking around and I was seeing like artists that I was like inspired by that were, you know, my age, a few years younger than me. And like by the dozens though, like every week I was finding new people and it was, you know, it was like Chance and No Name and McJenkins and McMensa and, you know, Saba and like the list went on and on. And, um, you know, there was this really cool um, like communal aspect that was happening where like, you know, I think it was like friendly competition, you know, like, mm. um, someone would show up like, you know, with a new record or a new album or a new video or just their performance style. Like someone would do something that was noteworthy and like, you know, the, the audience around the city who was like paying attention to the stuff was yeah. engaged and excited and, um, you know, I think like there was just so much talent and like no one wanted to get left behind. So we watched people like create like, yeah. you know, statement work after statement work and like great creative collaboration, like, like multiple times over. So for me, it was just like, you know, I had this like, again, like I was, I was already like indoctrinated into loving Chicago music and music from right. the crib. And like, right. you know, it yeah. was important to me already. And then like, you know, finally having that like first opportunity to be like, oh wait, these are my contemporaries now. Like right. not just the ones I was looking up to as like a fan, you know, where there was yeah, that cool. disconnect still. And um and you know, meeting these people and like understanding that like, oh, there's different things that I had developed through my own like creative pursuits, whether that was like web design or like I was doing college radio at that point or I was starting to like interview artists for a music blog I had started. And, um, you know, those things kind of started to open up doors where it was like, oh, I could add value to what this artist is doing that I'm a, a big fan of right now. And, um, you know, because Chicago didn't have a ton of music industry infrastructure, um, and like, I felt like all the rules were kind of getting like rewritten, you know, like socials hadn't really taken hold yet. Streaming didn't exist yet. So like, the way that everyone like, you know, got the word out and got 
you know, their presentation together, like looks different than it does in the current day. Yeah. And um, yeah. So like my point of view at that point was like, I'm excited. I believe in all these people. Um, I felt like I started to see how I could like contribute effort and it be good for the things that, you know, I want to see flourish. And, um, right. and it was like, let's get to work. And there was a bunch of those people, um, you know, Pat Corcoran being a, one of the main people who like around yeah. that time, um, him and I met and was just like, all right, we want to do the same things and help artists the same way. Like, how can we, um, how can we run towards that goal? And yeah, yeah that, that's where I was. That's an amazing, uh, an amazing storyteller. That was that was very, very engaging, and I I think one of the points that I really latched onto was just how different of a time, and it, it isn't even too long ago, but just how yeah, right. how different the infrastructure of how music is shared is, and mm-hmm. how new artists are found, or even what the intention of putting out music is right now. I think is a very I, I think it's it's interesting how um people are kind of positioning themselves as creatives now um kind of in all all the spaces that encompasses that because i think it's it's an interesting time because everything's kind of been unified to a few platforms now um so the way you can get popping as a physical artist or, or a digital artist or a musician they're kind of in the same lane and I wonder um, for you, how how do you kind of focus through all of that to find things that can bode well for maybe a highlight on an artist or even just for personal enjoyment? Like how do you find the time and the, spe- the, the, like the, the, the specifics to, to dial into what you need to, to kind of make something work? Yeah, it's, I think it's ever evolving and I think that, um, you know, even within that time period, like, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like, um, even like an AB comparison, you know, like 20, you know, 2014 to 2024, like, isn't like a flip of the switch type difference. You know, I really think like we've been in this constant state of evolution and like, um, you know, technology and, you know, thus like the the industries and landscapes that lean on it or you know flow through it have evolved equal like hand in hand almost every year or so since i like since i've been in it so i think like a little bit of it is um like i think there's there's kind of two aspects of it i think that it's constantly evolving and i feel very comfortable in that and um you know, I think like as I've seen a few, you know, cycles or a few like I've seen the seasons go around a few times, you know, like I, I can start to like, you know, there are like overtones in in innovation. You know, like I think that I can see like when a new technology like shows up and where it intersects with kind of like what is currently happening culturally or you know, societally, like, even if it's a completely new thing, it's probably touching on things that have been touched on before, or it's like, it's, it's 
it's elevating the user experience in a way that isn't so specific to the technology, but more right. so like our workflows and like, yeah. you know, the flows of our attention. So, um, in part, it's just kind of like continuing to like go with the flow of how things are coming. And, um, and the second part of it is I think because of the time period we're in, um, there's just an endless amount of everything, you know, like it's truly infinite, like the digital, like, you know, catalog that exists at this point. And, and it's probably going to get a lot better at being able to be sorted through and like utilized for, you know, like whether that's finding information or connecting each other, um, like that's going to have its own revolutions, but, um, yeah, you know, I think sometimes it's like there's things I just haven't dove in on because I don't have the bandwidth for it, like mentally or energetically or something like that. Um, and it's just kind of just trying to be where I'm at and see what I intersect. You know, like that might be like the newest app or it might be like the oldest book I can find, you know, and I think um, um, I feel like a big part of that transition that I was talking about kind of like, or, you know, like as I've shifted gears a little bit and like, I think one of the things that that's allowed or, you know, just like the conditions of, of that shift for me have um, like currently I'm not very concerned about the cultural status quo. You know, it's like mm -hmm. this point in time, exactly. Like yeah. I'm not too fueled by like, standing out in the crowd of what's happening in like 2024, you know, music culture, design culture, whatever it is. I know at this phase of where I'm at, it's like, I'm trying to like sharpen my shit. So in, you know, five years, like, I don't know, like I'll be in the mode that I want to be at with this right. like new intention. So, I feel yeah. like I'm kind of aware of my own cycles in it all and kind of understanding that like I'm not at the part of um, trying to ride the wave where I like I hop up on the surfboard. I'm still kind of mm -hmm. paddling out to my spot that I think like things are going to be in. And yeah. um, and that exists like, you know, on a personal level to a certain degree. And then for different projects and collaborations I have, it kind those things all have their own dynamic or their own kind of responsibilities to uphold. So yeah. um, for some of those projects, I have to look at it through like a more current lens or kind of right. really be thinking about how does this stand out in the landscape. Right. But um, I've gotten to really detach from it, like from a personal point of view, in a way that doesn't make me feel like, like I have something to catch up to because trying mm -hmm. to like, trying to get on top of the, again, like the current cultural wave is a yeah. beast of a thing to do because like, again, yeah. like there's infinite possibilities at this point in time and there's, it's totally possible and people do it all the time within their like points of view. And, yeah. but that's cause I think like that's where they are on their paths. And um, I think as I've gotten like, I don't know, as I've gotten more years into all of this, I've kind of like, started to understand like where um yeah where my points to speak up are where my points to like sit back and and yeah. start studying again are and that's where i feel like i'm at in in inside of that 
as you know somebody who is also coming into this kind of space of being like a somewhat professional people person and and like talking to people a lot and just listening a lot like you said just it's it, it is it is funny just echoing what you said it is overwhelming to a, to a very big degree because i think a lot of it um in the the pursuit of trying to go after this idea of like relevancy sometimes you get caught up in you know and you just do too much and then that you end up just tired because you know you're you're doing too much input um and i think right now i'm also just personally like struggling with the idea of what that balance is for me as somebody who is trying to find myself trying to find my footing um and then also because of what i'm doing just having new experiences having new experiences with people who are creating on so many different planes that i i couldn't even think of you know so it's like my brain my body wants to do like nine different things and i'm very appreciative for the way that you uh put things in context i, I know in in the way that um when i was asking you the pre-interview you sent over a, a playlist of things and it just was a collection of different pieces and and, and talking pieces and uh, people who are in collectives and, and, and singular people and i appreciated that even to the point of with the polaroids like you you have an amazing way of kind of painting and, and, and capturing time and I, I wonder for you how how did you balance it? This is a very personal question for me, but like how did you balance that initial journey into it? Um, because now it seems like you're in a really, like you said, reflective place of making sure that your time you're just very intentional about it. So what what did that look like in the beginning, just on a time level? So I mean, I think like it's kind of learning as you go. I think that yeah. Like you pointed to the Polaroids and I think um, I think that example is a good one because to me it was a byproduct of, um, you know, there was a handful of years when I was working with Chance where um, things just went so fast and mm -hmm. like I sometimes I compare those years to like running on a treadmill like at your top speed yeah. and like <laughs> and like doing that shit but also like yeah like you can't break focus because you will fall and like, you know, hit that end. Um, done, yeah. <laughs> so ultimately like, you know, there was kind of this point of time where like, you know, like some years moved fast. I feel like I wasn't taking many photos and like, there's probably different reasons for that. I think like mm -hmm. in, in some ways, maybe I felt like I didn't want to disrupt the moment or, yeah. um, you know, lots of reasons, but like, yep. uh, I didn't have a camera or something, you know, like I think, um, I wasn't in the habit of taking my phone out in certain places. Yep. So I think like I had got to this point where I was like, what just happened? You know, like I was like three years just went by like this yeah, and yep. like, um, you know, I started to like, I started to understand how like photos could really be like these like catalysts for memory. And, um, and like, you know, I feel like, um, around that same time I had a talk with my dad and he was saying like, he was reflecting on his time, yeah. you know, like coming up in music and like, 
being around in like the late 80s early 90s is like yeah. you know hip-hop was really taking hold and like you know doing shows for artists back then and um you know kind of what it looked like and felt like then and him kind of saying like i wish we would have taken more pictures but like everyone was just like too cool or too tough to do it back then and um you know like that kind of reigned true and it was like you know right around the um it was right around that same you know again like the epiphany the other epiphany i was just explaining that i was having so um yeah i went and got this like polaroid camera and i just started taking them and i really like quickly started to see like oh like this is an archive in a way where like i better understand the timeline of like how like what I did, where I went, who I was with. Yeah. And like each one of these things kind of like, you know, just put another pin in the timeline of like my own memory. So um, I've really enjoyed it as like, like a utility too. And like, um, you know, there'll be points where like, like I'm telling a story to my girl and I'll like, um, I'll pull up my Polaroid like page and just be like, yeah. it's this person and then this person. Yeah, that's and so like, cool. You know, it's used as like, um, you know, putting a face with the name in these stories. Yeah. So, um, but you know, a lot of this stuff like was in reflection of its absence, you know, or like, yeah. um, mm. you know, like one of the things I've been doing a lot over the last year or two um, has been sketching again and trying to like, just like draw my own prototype for designs. And, um, you know, something that, you know, I think because I, work so closely with so many talented visual artists and illustrators and graphic designers. Um, and like, I'm a huge fan of like those spaces, you know, or those like, um, of those disciplines and like out of respect for, for them, I almost was like, Oh, I can never do that. And same thing with photography. You know, I think like, um, I was just like, I'm going to let the people who are mastering their craft, take the photos or yeah. do the designs. Yeah. And then, you know, I think just, it got to this certain point where like, you know, in practice I was seeing like, you know, through conversations with artists or through, you know, working on different types of projects and, you know, different roles, um, like my creative lens or, you know, my taste come into play where it's like, yeah. um, you know, Sometimes it was folks asking me for my point of view or like, you know, or it'd be me like them explaining something and me registering a reference that I had seen recently or seen mm. in the past and like bringing it up mm. and being like, oh, like this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do something like that. And um, I started to understand that like that was another way I could add value and that way felt more exciting for me than some of the other ways that I had been, you know, some of the other roles I had been playing. So um and I think I just like lived on the other side of this line of like, okay, cool. Like, like we both agree that this is the reference. Like now we got to go find a graphic designer. And like, that was cool. But like, I'm start, like, I've started to like, um, try to reduce the, like, I guess like, um, yeah, trying to reduce the gap between how far I can bring an idea before needing to pass the baton to like to a specialist to like bring something to life even further. I think Mickey is a good example with, um, with building blocks, you know, like 
I had sketched out some of these ideas and like a little bit of the art direction. And then I got it to as far as I could. And that was probably the first project that like I put pen to paper and was like, let me draw out what this could look like. And, you know, it was the first time I think I took like uh, it upon myself to like do an art direction or brand identity type project where I, I guess was the client or like, it was like, um, you know, after working for other artists, like on, you know, in support of their creative efforts for like, you know, a decade or so, like I started to be like, you know, it's just so much of what I was working on, like was to appease somebody else's standards or taste. And like, because it was in reflection of their product and like, that was cool. And I still do enjoy working in that way. But um, I was starting to feel like, ah, like I want something that's just kind of like my own or whatever. Like I want, um, I want to see what this is like if like I just drive and building blocks kind of became the first um, project where I started to do that. And um, yeah, it's been great iterating and then like passing it off to like talented friends and seeing like, how like what they bring back and I think um again like the where the identity stands like after Mickey's hands were on it like is I feel like in a really special place and it's like I think we're probably gonna like finally properly launch that project this spring and um yeah like I just look back at some of the materials he put together like over this weekend and um yeah yeah I'm really looking forward to it and I really like the space it's in um you know as a starting point yeah i think just again speaking to um mickey brown i i, I think you have mentioned in a couple of recent things i was reading about focusing on just branding um and again just the through line throughout the conversation i think is just communication because that is a big form of communicating ideas and um like you said getting it getting it to a certain place and i think for the last two years working professionally as a graphic designer um has taught me a lot about the gaps in in which I was communicating with in a lot of things and it it really it really highlighted when things work now like when I see something I don't have to ask too many questions I kind of feel it I kind of get it um and I think that's what happened with with the building blocks when when where where it landed um it was just something that I was like okay I see it even then I was like I see it I get it like that makes sense. I understand where where I am. I understand why I like this, um, and I think the branding aspect of things is such a pivotal part that I think a lot of um, people maybe misunderstand um, because of the language of it. I think sometimes when you hear branding, it's like okay, logo, colors, and that's it. Instead of just like okay, the voice of the brand. What does this? What does this mean? You know, what what does this mean in five years? As you're saying, like, what's the longevity of this? How how many times will we have to touch it uh, before we have to go back into it? Um, and I I wonder for you, um, just being a part of different things like like the These Days Mag um, and Building Blocks, and I I wonder how you like what what do you have to see to be like okay. I want to get behind this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's changed. I think that 
because my entry point was working with musicians um and and also like i had i had like a little i was at my very early stages of it but like where i intersected with working with musicians was around like designing websites and like concepting yeah. graphics okay. and um again like also helping try to raise awareness and like i think through like music journalism there was like a, a sense of curation and and really just trying to um you know really trying to mobilize this feeling of like oh i like this or this is exciting i want other people to know about it and i think like and the things I had to offer were like, again, those skills I had started to develop. And then also I think some things that are like, maybe like more soft skill focus around just like how I listen or, mm. Um, mm. you know, where my, you know, like how my palate is informed or how my taste yeah. is informed. And like, yeah. you know, that's through like community, that's through family, it's through like, again, like just being a student of all of this and, um, just paying a lot of attention and, and, you know, so like those were like the things I, I can't like I had or were developing that I intersected, um, with musicians mm -hmm. and for, you know, the most part, the majority of the next like decade was figuring out like, how do I utilize these skills? And like, even beyond that, some of it became like, more like management or leading teams and yeah. you know it started to branch off into other aspects of like you know the skills that are required to uphold responsibilities and roles that i was finding right. myself in but one of the main focuses or like the thing that you know i was utilizing everything i could to so like push forward were the careers of musicians and through that, I was getting to utilize a lot of like this, the same things that had interest me, you know, like I had made a ton of websites. I had, you know, really taken like my familiarity or my like sense of openness towards like the digital tools that were available and, and tried to figure out how to use them to like, you know, start email lists to send out like um, you know, like merchandise, like drops and lookbooks through, you know, those kind of things and like how to set up web stores and fulfillment and, um, just again, like really utilizing these areas that I was comfortable with in service of this leading lens of helping musicians build their careers. And, you know, simultaneously, like, um, you know, as those projects didn't, you know, you know, that, that portion of my work at that point, like it covered a lot of the bases and like took up a lot of the bandwidth of like what I wanted to do, what my own like personal and professional, um, like goals were, but it didn't fulfill them all. And, you know, I think like, when I was really like deep into just working on artist teams. And this was maybe like around like 2015, um, where the last few years I had primarily only focused on like 
you know, working with chance, helping artists with like merch and web design. And um, I was feeling like I was missing that curatorial element of what I was doing. I was missing the music discovery element of what I had before a few years from like, you know, a few years prior. And like, you know, I even, I started to feel the shift of like, what like the the local community around Chicago was like in terms of supporting the scenes and just um you know again like what support looked like from like a your community level and um you know it, that went hand in hand with like when um you know the blog era was starting to die down and you know so these days is a project that I started um, with a couple friends and. Um, it was really in response to the, like this void that I think like both I was having personally in terms of like, um, you know, like I didn't have like a funnel for this, like part of, um, what I naturally do or like to do. Like I didn't have anywhere to like funnel that, that energy into. And, um, this kind of like opened up a new opportunity and, you know, there was also kind of this like general void in like Chicago's local like music media uh, landscape at that point in time that other people were also noticing and it made it, it made it easy or it made it like, um, it made sense for all of us to kind of like link up and try to, um, you know, develop something together along the way. So as far as like, so that project was kind of out of like seeing the necessity for it at this point in terms of like, what would make a project that I would take on, what would cross my radar in a way that would like spark my interest or like want me to engage. I think it just kind of falls into this idea of like, do I see where I can add value Mm. and like, do I see where my alignment is and then trying to like understand the scope of my involvement. I think like, at this point in time, like I'm pretty, I'm more conservative Mm -hmm. on how much of my time and energy I can like invest in a long-term basis Mm -hmm. into other people's projects. Mm -hmm. Um, with that said, I probably talk to like, I don't know, like 15 to 30 new people every month that like, about their creative projects like openly so like i'm really like i do like to do it i'm very much in the practice of doing it and i'm i think i i've enjoyed this habit i've built of being really open and trying to like offer up two cents to people but i think in terms of like where i to what extent i'm willing to like bear the responsibility or you know put it on my plate so to speak has changed a lot and i think um yeah, at different points in my career, those factors of what would make a project I would want to take on versus not like have shifted a little bit with like, you know, just where I was, you know, in my priorities. And um, yeah, so like it's changed, but I think like at this point in time, I feel like I have two personal projects in these days and building blocks that like could really use that incubation now. And I'm excited to like, spend the next year or so like really focused on those um we have a finish line for these days it's ending in 2025 and um it's like the first project i've ever put a finish line on and i'm really excited for it and you know i think like so many of the 
the music media entities or the music publications that I've followed over, you know, my lifetime. And like, since again, like dating back to being a kid, like I, so much of my interests now, like are rooted in, you know, being a fan, like, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11 years old and like grabbing the magazines or being in, um, you know, even like, like me really falling in love with music as a kid went hand in hand with like going to the store and like looking at the back of all the CD cases and like understanding like the imagery and the art direction that was, you know, I didn't know those words at those points probably, but like, you know, understanding like that the packaging and presentation played such a role in it. And then obviously like music videos were the next layer of that. But um, yeah, I, um, you know, the design elements and like my interest towards it um, and the editorial nature of publications and like how that widened the lens of like understanding the personality and the point of view of the artist that whose music I was liking, like that stuff was always so important to me. And um, yeah, I think like it's cool to see which elements have remained in my, like, you know, as themes through everything I do. And I think these days is really like one of those. And I think all I was to say, like, I've watched publications or, you know, websites and blogs that I really like kind of just fall to the wayside type mm-hmm. exits mm-hmm. where like, you know, the site hasn't been updated in years and like, there's no real like um, intention into its finale. And that, like, I was just like, that feels like heartbreaking. It feels like, you know, like, like a beautiful building eroding or something like that. Yeah. And, um, so like a handful of years ago, I was like, you want to know what I'm going to, I want to put a finish line on this. And I think that was maybe like 2019 and we, we were like around like the five year point, um, for building box at that point and I, or, um, for these days. And, um, I remember telling like the, the editors at these days, like, Hey, what if we ended this at, at, um, the 10 year mark and everyone was like, no, no, no. And then like slowly but surely, like every few months, like somebody else would be like, yo, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, yeah. And um, now, now I have most of the, like, everyone's pretty much on board now. And like, we're getting ready to like officially announce it probably in the next month or two. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I think like I've already seen like, you know, it's like the clock shift to like the fourth quarter and like, you know, kind of like that, that extra energy yeah. that starts to happen and like, you know, like starting to see that, like the wave of support available to us because, you know, we these days has been a thing that, you know, has just been like a volunteer project that has like just consistently and with care, like really covered the Chicago music scene to the best of like the contributors' abilities for, for a while now. And, you know, have never really asked anything of the audiences um, and to kind of say like, Hey, you know, we're getting ready to send this project off and we want to, we want to do it. Like we want to do it right. And we want to like celebrate it on the way out. Um, it's cool to kind of see like people come in and say like, how can we help? What, what can we do? Like, do you guys, like, do you guys need this? Do you guys need that? So I'm looking forward to um, the finish line. And um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of, um, been like one of the big projects that has been like on my um on my mental lately. Yeah. 
that that is, that is beautiful the way you put that about getting it to the finish line in that way um and just just how amazing it is again to see people who truly care about things being able to come together in a way to like just 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 looking at, at from the page perspectives how cool it is to see so many different faces and to be able to to go there and see how consistent everything looks like from from a visual perspective to the details of who's on there and why they're on there and then just their stories is, is really cool to see and um it's 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 almost like because in, in a very similar way whenever i was having the idea to write a a comic book or anything or something like that i was i, I really want it to to end just because I think um, that's just how nature is. And I think a lot of times the idea of, of, of finality is scary or out of control. I, I think to, to, to kind of rhyme with the nature of human being, I think that is something that's kind of out of our hands to a degree. But to intentionally be like, we're going to guide this to where it needs to go and have it in the language of a celebration is really, really beautiful. And um I'm I'm excited to see how that get executed um because everything so far has been really cool to watch. Um just picking up on one of the other point you mentioned in that kind of and that kind of train of thought was you whenever you see something or hear something, finding kind of your place to to go into it and how you can be of service to that. How do you think um the kind of places that you were working out of LA and Chicago, how do you feel like they were of service to you in those specific times and in your career? Um, yeah. So I've only, I've been in LA for a little bit over a year yeah. at this point. And um, I came out here for a change of pace. You know, I think like I had only lived in Chicago and oh, wow. I had only, I'd only, you know, worked professionally from there, um, you know, was, was just very at home in that point of view. And I wanted to challenge myself, you know, understanding that like, you know, the time period I had was going to look different than the one I was exiting. So, um, it was really refreshing. I think in, in some ways coming out here was like the exact opposite of what I thought it was going to be. You know, I think like, I had a little bit of um, a mindset when I was coming out here of like, I think I was really ready to like focus on, I don't know. I, I think maybe the way I'll summarize it for now is like, I think I wanted to make an impact in the music industry. I think like that's what I was feeling eager to do. Um, and I think part of like where that was coming from was everything that I had contributed that had made an impact on the music industry was through just different partnerships or with different teams or on behalf of different artists. And I felt like more autonomy than I had before, or like not, not that I didn't have autonomy, but like everything I was doing was more deeply collaborative. You know, so like, um, I felt like I was working on my individual behalf more than I ever had before. And I think that was motivating. And I think there was a bit of 
excitement about the potential of like, all right, like, let me see if I can like excel in like excel within the industry on my own. And I, I feel like, I don't know, like in some ways, like that just wasn't like the cards that were dealt. And I feel like, um, yeah, but I also think like, I feel like I did a good job, like following my compass throughout this whole time. And I think like, I also maybe didn't realize like how much like reflection I needed and how much time that was going to take. And I, and I didn't think I understood like, also, I think there's even the sense of like, because I don't make music myself, like, you know, I, I think again, I started to disconnect Yeah. or I think the thing that started to merge is like, I want to make sure I'm investing in my personal projects or like my own, um, I want to develop right. my own point of view and my own capabilities. And I, th- I think I started to see that to excel in the music industry in the way I was imagining it was to like double down on the thing I was kind of saying I didn't want to do anymore, which is like f- focus on right. making like making more of myself dedicated to other people's work. And also like right. Right. potentially to like institutions who I don't really agree with how they, they function in this as well, mm. you know? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, right. that, that was a big part of, like, my time in LA was, like, it's been amazing, and I've really enjoyed it, and, like, it, it's changed my outlook in a lot of ways, but also, um, yeah, it, it's, it, again, like, a, a 180 of what I expected in some ways, but, like, so much more of what I needed than I probably even knew. Yeah. And, and it's also just, like, the byproduct yeah. of things developing and kind of like taking taking the temperature of where I'm at along the way. So that was that's um that's the LA part of it. And then for Chicago, um I love the city there, man. And it, it's like it's it can be really frustrating for creatives in Chicago because, you know, like access to resources are difficult you know it's like there's not a lot of people knocking on the door trying to pay artists for things and um but it's not impossible and i think a lot of artists have like made good livings for themselves out the city and um and i foresee more and more of that happening as like again like the greater landscape of how value exchange through like technology and creative industries you know comes to form but um it, it can be a grueling feeling for, you know, creatives who have been at it for five, 10, 15 years and like feeling like there's a lot of work you yeah. have to put in to like be able to earn a living for yourself. And, you know, so like I definitely understand that point of frustration, the depth of value things there um, is also really inspiring. Like the community there, like how people will like, how people show up to support as long as they like, it's not a city where anyone will really do the work for you. You know, it's like, it's, it's not a city where people skip the line, so to speak. You know, I think like, um, like, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if, if people see you like putting the work in and putting the attention in, like it's a great place to form your craft. I've really liked those elements. And I think like, I've really tried to focus in the last few years um, on this idea of like, where do I add value? And like, you know, both like, um, both in like the really trying to pinpoint it, like trying to think back to like conversations I have and think back to projects and be like, when did I see someone's eyes light up? Or like, when did, like, when did Mm. a reference Mm. come together or a sketch come together that ended up being the thing that was finalized or, you know, like, like, you know, really, cause I, again, I was trying, I, I had got to this point where there was like a decade worth of work and I had never looked back on it because of just, again, the treadmill thing. Mm. And, um, right. And when I was looking back on it, I was like, I don't even, I don't totally know what I did when, or like, it was hard to, it was hard to feel it out. So like, I really had to like spend time kind of like dissecting it and like, you know, and just starting to like live with those lenses on of like, I think I started to see myself be like, I want to be a really good artist manager or I want to, re- I want to be like the mm-hmm. best I can be at helping artists with their merchandise just because like, I want to do a good job on, you know, anything that I, yeah. And, you know, and want everyone who I've like agreed to work with, like I, it's because I want them to win and I believe in them and all that. And, but then I started to like, remember that like, that's not why I got into any of this. It wasn't to be a manager. Like it was almost the inverse. It was like, like here's the things that I feel like I can add value to. And like, sometimes those were just like the closest roles available or like, that was just like the hat I had to put on because, you know, that's like, again, like that, that's where things were. But, um, you know, like one of my friends, um, he's a producer from Chicago. His name's Odd Couple. Um, he told me this the other, like, maybe it was like a few months ago now, but he told me that, that basketball didn't have positions until, um, I think until it started being broadcasted on TV so that people who were watching could understand who was supposed to be doing what. And like, I kind of feel like servicing creative projects is very similar, like, you know, sometimes based on what the team looks like, like you might be best served to like take the ball up court and call the plays and play point guard. But sometimes there might be two better point guards on the floor than, than like is currently happening. And you're, you're best suited being like, you know, on the wing or whatever. And I think like, I think that that's true with, um, you know, I think that's true with, again, like servicing the creative spaces where like, I think these roles are, especially because in our day and age, like the role of manager as, as artist, like can mean so much and it. Like, and like there's cases to be made about the responsibilities that each of these roles and the range of responsibilities, each of these roles could be, but you know, like there is also such a wide spectrum of like, the styles of support that, you know, two people could do. And like, you know, 
again, you can have the point guard who gets 25 assists, you know, a game and like two points and then vice versa though. You know, it's like you have the person who's like, they just score from the point. And I think, and I think that like, um, again, I, I started to like think about it, like, all right, labels aside, you know, like the name of these roles aside, what are the parts that I'm actually good at? Cause like, like, I don't want to be a manager if like, like this side of the spectrum, I, you know, I don't know if I like, I don't want to say that. I feel like, um, you know, there was parts about the role of being an artist manager where I'm like, I don't know if I'm the best suited having to like use like my grit to get some stuff done. And I was just like that, like, yeah, that's not yeah, how right. like it feels when I'm working in these other spaces and like those other spaces are where, when I'm seeing people's eyes light right. up and they're, you know, them like loosen and in like, Right, you know, seeing right, the value right, exchange right. happen of like, oh, this actually helped them with where they're at. Yeah. Whereas like when I'm putting together like spreadsheets around things, I'm like, yeah. like I know this is useful, but like it's, you know, it's not kind of um, the value exchange is not feeling like the same. So what's the version of my interactions or like what have I observed from, you know, the thousands of conversations and meetings I've had with creatives over, you know, however many years, like, you know, where do I feel like the thing I do is helpful um, most times. And like, you know, so often it's just like in conversation and like, so often it's just in like connecting people or like just letting people kind of like work through their own understanding. And it's like, you know, you know, I think like, I don't know. I, I recognize how my best skill as a manager was almost acting, you know, as like a creative therapist or like, um, in other times, like my most valuable, like skills to an artist were how I could help them with art direction, you know, and it was just, it was different based on who I was collaborating with and what they had in their you know, in their support system already, where they were in their own path of discovery. And um, the shape of my work to come is very much less in like a, an overarching role or title. And more in these kind of like, it's more, I think, focused on these skill sets of having conversations, understanding what an artist or a brand are, are looking for support in, and then just seeing where I fill in or where I see the potential and trying to create like projects of scope and, um, or like with defined scope. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been cool. And I think building blocks really came out of that as well. Cause it was like, um, you know, I was having conversations in the apartment I used to live in in Chicago and I would just have, you know, friends, most of them who worked in the creative spaces over like, you know, five, 10 people at a time. And we would get into these like group conversations where like people would talk about like issues with their label or, you know, like this discouraging thing that happened with a collaborator or, you know, like the you know writer's block or whatever, like the, the things might've been. And I watched again, like that feeling or like that shift of like people walk in with a certain kind of energy and leave 
feeling lighter, more inspired, you know, this, again, the same thing that I feel like I've been able to help facilitate on, on phone calls with creatives here and there was like, oh, just do this. Like most of my work had been so attached to the music industry or like at least through the lens, even if it was design focused or even if it was, you know, art direction focused or um, media focused, it had all kind of been behind the, the music industry lens and starting to detach that has been fun. Um, like what is, like, what do these projects look like if I, you know, help my friend in Pittsburgh open up his clothing store? Like, what do I help? Um, what does it look like if I help, um, my friend who is doing an art show, um, like put together, like what's going to be on display at the gallery and, um, how do I help? you know, this artist with social media, like this visual artist with social media and like things that are similar challenges to that I've, you know, ex that I've worked on in the past, but through just different parameters than before. And, um, but like still again, wanting to have this, like, I still want to help, like, I want to help the experience of artists in the music industry. It's a exhausting, grueling, like, um, thing at times, you know, and it can be really discouraging, but like, I don't know. I feel like I've been lucky to be close to artists who have changed their lives and changed the lives of other people, like dozens or hundreds at a time, even yeah. through like what they've been able to, build through getting out their art and, um, you know, understanding that that like downside of the cycle, like is part of it at every level. And, um, I don't know, like, again, through like the shared experiences, echoing the sentiments that I keep hearing or like seeing as like recurring themes and like building boxes kind of given me that vehicle lately to help artists and like, and really oftentimes help other people help each other. Like there's people who end up in these conversations, like in some of the building block sessions where I don't have to say shit because there's so much wisdom in the room already. And mm -hmm. like, ultimately, like mm -hmm. ultimately artists to artists, like, um, like musician to musician, they have a better reference point than mine can right. be in terms of like sharing valuable points of view. So yeah. it's like, it's cool to just get out of the way. And um, to me, it's just like trying to funnel and like help direct creation of support and value um, for artists and community and feel like what I've always done, but how I've also of late tried to like optimize that in a, in a better way. Man, I, I, I really appreciate you. Um, and I think just a testament to the way that, that you make yourself available for people. I, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing a bit of, of your story and just your intentions. Um, because it does e even, I think, as you mentioned, there's a lot of times just as a human and especially as a human who is relaying their emotions to other people. Um, and then to kind of have to twist it to think of monetizing those feelings sometimes is a strange place to be. Um, but then also being able to speak to people like yourself who are just like, Hey, I'm just here because I've been aware of these things, you know, or I'm here because I'm, I'm learning 
to process my feelings in a different way. Um, and this, this is what I'm doing and this, this can help you. And, um, I think it's just important just being like, I'm, I'm here for that. Um, so I want to thank you for that, but also just the way that you do communicate is just very, very engaging. And I'm just very appreciative again for this conversation. Um, and I, I checked the, the time and I, just, I realized an hour had passed and I was just like, I, I don't like, I felt like I was on my second question. And I was like, this is, this is great. This is amazing. Um, and yeah, to close, I just kind of wanted to see like very personally where where you want to maybe see the emotional um, kind of feeling of of artists and creatives, um, and if there is a kind of a a specific thing that you're seeing that you would like to to kind of change, even if there's just the language of, um, if there's something that is there, like what would that be? Um, and, and yeah. I would say the biggest theme there is um, validation, like just has to come from within or, and, and in this time period, I do think it's like we have maybe the best awareness of that that need because like we've all just lived through what the last you know five or ten years of like the digital landscape has looked like, um, and you know what you know Instagram and you know like the comparative mechanisms that just exist by the nature of like side by siding by siding by siding like different pictures and realities um you know and like how that can just be strenuous to like you know people's mental health like um and then also like in an industry like again mostly speaking from the music um lens but you know as i start to widen my own lens and catch up on what the conversations look like and you know, the design industries and, you know, like, you know, I, I have friends who are directors and friends who are visual artists who I'm starting to see, like, equally have their own, like, versions of these things that they're navigating and their own kind of, like, um, like, exhaustive or, like, exhausted experiences through, like, trying to gain relevancy or footing within their own industries. Um, even the ones who have had success when I guess the, the trends I see is like when people are feeling down or bad or exhausted or discouraged, it often has to do with the fact that they're thinking about their positioning in this external industry or within this kind of like um, this wave that they're you know, feeling like they're a part of, but disconnected from. And when I feel like people are in the state that they want to be and excited and energized and proud of what they made, and, you know, when things are clicking, they're, they're always the opposite. They're always looking at it from like, a, here's this idea I had, or here's this, like, this feeling I put my finger on and I did it and I like it and I just want to share it and show it and promote it and talk about it. And like, um, 
again, so I feel like the thing I would like to see shift is just um, people being able to break those mental cycles for themselves quicker. And again, I think like we're in a good time period where there is a more generalized awareness around that. And, um, and I think like, you know, even just like going on YouTube and searching the right few words can like help introduce you to tools or perspectives that can help that practice for anyone. But um, yeah, that's the big, that's the big shift I'd like to see. And I think it's coming, but that's kind of what I would like to help. That's where I would like to lend my support or like that's part of like the next area of focus in how I use again, what I've acquired, you know, skills and points of view wise up to this point. Like that's how I want to like try to give back to the scenes that have inspired me and, you know, floated me to this point and um, have given me the experiences they have. So, yeah. Thank, thank you again for those words and um, for everybody listening thank you for tuning into this episode I hope you've enjoyed it um, wherever you are day, night, evening stop procrastinating get after your dreams they're waiting for you we're going to see you next time alright peace peace thanks Ian I'll talk to you soon alright peace